Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Cold Classic Podcast. Cameron Jones, as always, with my co-host, Mark Nussel. Jordan Jones. Oh, Jordan Bones. Oh, you're doing well, a, you're sounds... doing a Simpsons kind of thing, huh? That's what yeah, we're going yeah. for. Jordan That's what I'm Bones. doing. I thought we were in it. Cause... Well, and also we're in Cameron it. We're in Bones. Also with Mark Bones. Just Mark Bones. As you can probably tell from the title and the spooky music, we're in Halloween season. It's feels, October, baby. It feels good to be back. Mm. It does. This, this really is where does. we're supposed to be, right? Well, according to our uh, Instagram profile picture, we've been back all damn year. But you've that's, always been here. You've always, yeah, that's actually my bad. But you all that's have right. access to Instagram. Like, we could have changed yeah, it. Yeah, but I kind of want... It's like leaving like <laughs> a Christmas tree up, like or Christmas decorations, which I do. Like, it's just, just easier. I love where your head's yeah, Just Mark. easier. So uh, when I see Christmas decorations up way past the season, I'm like, I hope they're not dead. <laughs> Someone's got to do a welfare check on these guys. Yeah, someone might want to give a little knock on that door. <laughs> and speaking of dead bodies... We're going to start it off with the teen slasher, the 1996 film, Scream. One year after the brutal murder of her mother, Sydney Prescott and her small town were terrorized by a serial killer once again. From the director who brought you The Last House on the Left, The Hills Have Eyes, Swamp Thing, and some uh, Twilight Zone episodes, Wes Craven. Wes Craven. Yeah, they revitalized the teenage slasher film, but what, like Cameron said, with a wink. Like, we're in on it now. And kind of defined the genre in new ways. Starring Nev Campbell. You've got Drew Barrymore, Courtney Cox, Rose McGowan, David Arquette, Matthew Lillard, Skeet Aldrich. Um, this movie is just a fun, witty com- It's like a horror comedy. It was kind of one of the first ones I remember that was equally as funny as scary. So, like, you know, happy medium. It's all a very Cabin in the Woods-ish. So Cabin Woods is very much this. Scream, yes. Yeah, yeah, let's give Scream the credit. The horror movie was dead, and Scream resurrected it. I'll, I'll be, be right, right back! <laughs> a year after the murder of her mother, a teenage girl is terrorized by a new killer who targets the girl and her friends by using horror films as a part of a deadly, twisted game. It's a formula! A very simple formula! Everyone's a suspect! (laughs) Scream. Alrighty, cast and crew, directed by Wes Craven. Sort of the um, horror... Yeah, I mean, he's a horror icon. Horror I mean, icon. we already mentioned some of his films, but The Hills Have Eyes, uh, Last House on the Left. Yeah. Uh, it's like the modern Scream day John Carpenter. All them, so. Oh, did he do all the screams? Yeah. Okay, that's kind of cool. Uh, the writer, Kevin Williamson, who also did uh, wrote The Faculty, um, was the writer on this. Also uh, did uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. But. Nice. Carry over from last week, if you might yeah, remember. You might over. be thinking, is this why we're doing it? Kind of. Um, it's not not why we're doing it, but I, it is the exact same thing. Miramax nice. produced, but a Dimension film. When I saw Miramax, and again, we all hate Harvey Weinstein, but when I saw it, I'm like, this is a Miramax film? I thought this for this movie. What are we even on? Cast and crew? Mm-hmm. All right, let's save this. Yep. Keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> this, this doesn't belong here. Sure doesn't. Uh, the movie starts with Drew Barrymore. Um, she plays Casey. I mean, you know who she is. We're not going to touch on it. She's Drew Barrymore. Yeah, you know, daytime talk show host Drew Barrymore. Obviously, best film, Charlie's Angels. Uh, <laughs> Donnie Darko, go back and listen to our episode. Oh, Jordan's going to love that one. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. I don't apologize for my takes. I just apologize I recorded it. Hmm. Uh, Roger Jackson plays The Voice. 
I'm just kind of going down the line here. That's really not a but, iconic voice. Not that I know him from anything else, but if I hear his voice, I'm like, that's the screen voice. Funny enough, Cameron, you are gonna know him from uh, from a couple things here. Video he, game? He, yeah, if, uh, but pretty much he, he, Silent Hill. He's gonna be a voiceover work guy. What do I know? Pretty him? much do I only do? video games. Um, okay. He's done. He is the Red Dead Redemption two. Uh, pedestrian voices just Ooh. in like okay, the some background. Okay. They all uh, sounded like this. Sydney. He's like, <laughs> he's like the Sims guy. He's the Sims voice on oh. like Sims 2 and the yeah. Sims. Yeah. Yeah. Elder Scrolls, <laughs> Skyrim. He's like oh, okay. a lot of the voices in that. That uh, would make sense. They all have deep wizard voices. He's and stuff. Mel Gibson from Celebrity Deathmatch. Oh, <laughs> oh, nice. That's nice. Cool. Just shout you. out to Celebrity Deathmatch. I know it's not exactly <clears throat> Halloween y, but it's not exactly not. Go back and watch those. Do yourself a favor. YouTube it or Paramount. It's a little weird. I did watch him on Paramount. Uh, and they're still fine. fun. It's nostalgic, yeah. but weird. So there is it like I mean I could go like Steve Casey's father Casey's mother. Let's not do any of that. Yeah, let's no. uh, let's go Skeet Ulrich. He plays Billy. Uh, I don't really know him from a lot. Primarily did TV work after this. He did a team movie leading up to this, though. Uh, I can't remember what. I actually just watched it, but he uh, is. All in a I team wrote movie. down was extra in Weekend at Bernie's was his very first. Oh credit. yeah, he so was in Weekend at Bernie's. I believe. He, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah that's I, I do remember. remember him. I believe he's he a, was that he really was, seedy guy in the background looking like Johnny. Right. Depp. I believe he was a model as well, though. Oh, I yeah. think he is quite the looker. Yeah, yeah. mine's the hair. cheekbones that could cut you. Uh, but as you just said, actually, funny enough, uh, just a little unverified, he did get the role because he resembled Johnny Depp so much. Yeah, because Johnny did. Depp was in Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah, they liked the tie-in. Yeah, yeah. It definitely looks. Like uh, it. Courtney Cox plays the um, the reporter. You're gonna know her from Cougar Town, probably. <laughs> I mean, obviously, Friends. And I can't think of anything else. Oh, uh, yeah, the, the the music video where she's dancing. Hold um, on, these are some fun ones. Uh, dancing in the she's, dark. She's right? in Dancing in the Dark. Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. She's also in Counting Crows. A long November. I do Actually, believe really good '90s music video. Um, I do believe um she dated the lead singer of Counting Crows, and he has like a murderer's role. Because you know what he looks like, right? No pun intended, I assume. Um, He dated a lot of starlets of that time, I guess, because everybody liked the music. And she's also in uh, the music video for uh, Good Intentions by Toad the Wet Sprocket. Great <laughs> band name, by the way. Interesting. Uh, what is that song? How's that go? All right, then. <laughs> Let's keep it moving. That's what I thought. I didn't know if I missed Son something. <laughs> okay. Um, Let's see. We've got Tatum. Rose McGowan plays Tatum. I mean, I don't know a lot of other things. She dated Marilyn Manson. She dated Marilyn Manson, and we're hearing it didn't go well. That's most of what I know about her other than She was ahead of the game. Now a lot of people. Couldn't have been Marilyn. Couldn't have been. Marilyn Manson's a nightmare. She was saying it. Everybody's saying it. Now it turns out it's, you know, true. Um, So, and she was in. Robert Rodriguez, the faculty? Yeah, yeah. Directed she that. was also in uh, a Robert Rodriguez film called Planet Terror, so there's oh, a little connection there. Terror. I mean, if you look at her IMDb, it's a newer one. she's <laughs> in a handful of stuff around this time. This is obviously her biggest role, but mm-hmm. she was in some like horror genre films and just didn't pop, I guess. Uh, Matthew Lillard uh, plays Stuart. I mean, probably the funniest one in the movie, but Scooby Doo. Uh, he's just sh- so pretty much since the live action Shaggy uh, Scooby Doo, he's just been Shaggy. Like in like all the animation sense. That's good for him. Way to get the work. He is in the. Uh, he's on a sitcom. The girl, bad girls, good girls. Um, Two broke girls. No, he plays that. like a shitty husband in that. It's actually um, pretty funny. Yeah, throwing I mean, back, I, I didn't throwing like it back to last week a lot, but he was just in, he's uh, in Wicker Park as well. Shout out to Wicker Park. SLC Punk without a paddle. I know Jordan, you love without oh, yeah. a paddle. Is that what that is? Nice. Um, that is, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. Is uh, Dax Shepard? Yep. Seth and Green. Seth Green. Sure yeah. is. Never seen it. But Dak Shepard talks about I think it I a it. lot. A sneaky Fonzie 
He, uh, he goes uncredited in, in this for some reason. Uh, there's a fact on that. So Henry Henry Winkler. Winkler. Henry, Henry Winkler's in this, but he actually asked to be uncredited because he didn't want his big name to take away from any of the unknown actors. <laughs> really? Yeah. He, he has to go uncredited just so that he wouldn't get any a lot of attention. So I have heard this, and it was somebody in somebody's podcast. They explained, you guys do not realize, and this is somebody of our parents' generation, probably mm-hmm. grew up in the 70s, were like teenagers. Like, you do not know how famous he was he was at the time he was like the most recognizable famous person in the world so this was like the first time i saw him in years and then he popped up in waterboy i'm like weird Mm -hmm. it was our introduction to soft-spoken adult henry Henry winkler and i've loved him ever since yeah i I loved him him better I'm like, uh, the Fonz is Jewish? I didn't know it at the time. <laughs> Arthur Fonz really is a Jew? Like, that's how I learned it. Uh, also, when I was introduced to Henry Winkler. Obviously, Arrested Development, the lawyer. Uh, he's hilarious in that. These are balls. balls. Earl, w. Earl Brown plays Kenny, the cameraman for uh, Gale. Shout out. I don't think I don't know him from anything. I don't he's, think. Uh, he's fucking... There's something about Mary. Her, her brother. Oh, oh really? Uh, starring Nev Campbell as uh, Sydney, the main... The main character. Got her start on Party of Five. Pretty big TV sitcom at the time. How she got the role, big actually. Party of Five guy? Uh, my sisters were. Our sisters were. We, we, okay. we did some time with Party of Five. I don't remember anything about it, but it was a teenage drama. Anything other than that? I believe it was as close as you get, get to the boxcar children. I don't know how if they had parents or whatever. Uh, but. Yeah, Wild Things. Uh, that oh, crazy yeah, erotic things. movie where she's pretty much naked with... Uh, Denise Richards. Denise Richards. It's a pro-Nev Campbell podcast here. Yeah, yeah we're pro. Not anti. I'm not, you know... We're pro in the fact that we're going to do, we did this, and we'll probably do wild things. No, we're not no, going to do, do wild, wild things. things. There's no way that we're going to talk about this. If like, this turns into a uh, softcore porn podcast, we might do wild things. Oh, what do we got to redo for that? What movie did we watch that was softcore porn? Oh, yeah, um, Roundhouse. <laughs> there's like a straight, like, softcore porn 15 yeah, minutes in. Yeah, movie. don't go back and listen to it. I'm sure I say problematic things that we should take out. Well, it's good you addressed it now. <laughs> uh, I apologize. Uh, also, David Arquette, he plays uh, Deputy Dewey. Cameron's a big eight-legged freak guy, oh, yeah. ready to rumble. Sure. And then the rest Airheads. of the series. And that's about it. Uh, that's a, It's a big cast, a lot of info on the cast. Uh, big cast, but uh, I have nothing to say. I don't know why I'm talking at all. <laughs> Let's move on to Unverified. Unverified. Welcome to the cult classic movie phone. Currently in theaters in 1996, December of 1996, you could have seen Michael, that weird angel movie with... Um, what are you doing with your voice there? John Travolta. I'm movie phone. <laughs> oh, got it. Start, uh, it starts in Iowa. I've seen it? that movie a bunch. What's it called? Just Michael. Michael. It's Michael. where John Travolta is an angel. I don't exactly remember it, but it was That's a 90s it. movie. Never heard uh, of it. You got to por- get him to Chicago for something. Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> it's a road trip movie. Uh, the Portrait of Still a Woman. Dreams. Speak. That, that's phenomenon. Uh, the Portrait of a Woman. Speaking of road trip movies, Beavis and Butthead do America. Um, a movie we already did, Mars Attacks, was also a December release. A movie we haven't done, but I could see us doing someday. Jerry Maguire, show us the money and we'll do it. And this <laughs> that, is that, that'll be our first Patreon. <laughs> yeah. And this isn't a movie per se, but Rugrats Hanukkah special came out and it was on the list for movie phone. So that was What's odd is this movie came out five days before Christmas in '96. Just I would have never right? guessed that. It's just baffling. I the unverified behind that they did it on purpose because there's never any good horror movies out around Christmas. So Wes Craven specifically did that for horror fans. He'd be like, there won't be any competition. 
and we'll just be on touch. And he was right, and it, it was a huge box office success. In Interesting. fact, it's just a um, weird time. Uh, but it's the studio did it because there was nothing but family friendly movies released, and they wanted something else. And it opened at number four with six point four mil- million, uh, which uh, I don't hate that tactic. We no, did totally just worked. recently do another one of our movies that it was, was similar. Christmas Day. And we're like, that's hot. It was Mars Attacks. It was around this. It wasn't Christmas Day, but it was this December. No, the no. faculty was November. That one makes a little more, more sense. sense. I think it was Mars Attacks, though. No. Okay. But okay. I mean, it might have been. We now know it was. Also, go back to listen <laughs> to our Mars Attacks episode. <laughs> sure. Here's just a, a, a silly one. The special effects artists used about 50 gallons of blood. And from a past music video that Cameron and I have done with our band... That shit tastes horrible. And hard to get off your clothing and skin. Oh, yeah. Just accept I mean, that you're going to lose that T-shirt or dress shirt, whatever you're wearing. It looks like it's tough to get off your skin. Although, I've always loved the blood in this movie. Maybe I'll get to it in the other category, but it always looked really good. Let's just agree. I actually think it's a great color of blood. Agreed. Especially for horror movies and just all movies in general. What I, what I thought was interesting was you could tell, and I don't know if they did this on purpose. I assume they did, um, on Billy's shirt when he's like, oh, Corn syrup. Mm-hmm. It looked sort of like almost too red and different color. Like, yeah, it does kind and, of. And the actual blood when murders happen, dark. Like, it's darker, darker and like. It does more have. To, I mean, they reference in the movies like the blood's too red. It's too red, but yeah. it's true. You got to go deeper and darker and burgundy. Uh, back to our Henry Winkler. This is kind of fun. At around uh, the fifty-two minute mark in his closet, when he opens up the door, Fonzie's jacket's in there. I I, I feel, love a good Easter egg like that. I feel, I mean, and also we should just say also that Freddy Krueger thing is also like a little... I mean, that's kind of it, blatant, but... Played wait, by Wes. The, the, the Wes Craven is playing the janitor, but he's wearing... His name is Freddy, the janitor. He's oh, like, not yeah. you, Fred, but he's wearing the Freddy Krueger sweater. He's also in Ghostface's costume when, at the very beginning with Drew Barrymore, he breaks through the window. Oh, that's and, him. And he punch, uh, she punches him with the, the phone. Oh. That's him. He actually, like... She actually hit him in the face. Casey, baby. Uh, this is actually kind of interesting around that. I have the fact written down somewhere, but I'm spacing. To get Drew Barrymore to cry during those scenes, Wes Craven was essentially telling her animal cruelty stories, and one in particular about a dog that would just get her to well up. I can't exactly remember what he said, but it would just be like, Doberman, the blah, 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 and she would just start welling up and going. <laughs> so that's how we got the emotion out of her. If you're wondering, and I was, so I looked it up, is, what's her name? Drew Barrymore? Is Drew Barrymore. Is that her real hair or not? It is not. It Can is be. a wig. Um, it was do- definitely a style at the time, but she was during this time. That she, seems like an obvious wig. I wasn't sure. So she was shooting a different movie around this time, and this was a small role for her. Um, so she had dyed dark black hair, and there is a moment where she's about to get murdered that you can see a string hang out of the side of the oh, way. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so check yeah. that out. I couldn't, but I read that you could. Um, just kind of around the beginning of Drew Barrymore, this is kind of interesting. Uh, Drew Barrymore, Nev Campbell, and none of the actors ever met Roger Jackson, but he would actually call them live on a cell phone to do the reading. So they were just talking to him on the phone. Oh, and nice. they were never, they didn't actually mean to use his voice. He was just kind of filling in as a standing because he's a voice actor. But Wes Craven thought, just liked his voice so much and he said, this is going to be iconic. And he was right. Hear me out. And I may be on the, the other side of this, like, it could have used anybody. Yeah, but it, it could have used it is anybody. A, as long as it's that, I as like long it, as it's though. a cool vo- as long well, as clearly it's a, it's a cool voice since all the work he's got. Uh, could we three episodes could in we? a row and take take a drink? Are you playing drinking <laughs> games? <laughs> Fuck. Uh, that's. Well, I mean, clearly it's an iconic voice since he's in all these works. Uh, so I mean, he's a voice I'm actor, work so he has a voice. Um, well, yeah. yeah, I think the voice is big. It doesn't have to be. It could be a lot of voices, but you know, whatever. I like. Want to play a game, Sydney? <laughs> yeah, it could just have been Kermit. That. 
Uh, <laughs> now we're talking. Now it's we're just ta- Frank Oz. Now we're talking scary movie. <laughs> now we're talking scary movie. Um, in the opening scene, someone forgot to unplug the actual phone that Casey was using, and she actually called nine one one, and it actually rang to the police with her screaming on the other end. <laughs> uh, the cops like, showed up, and they had to. Explain no, they showed that, up. They showed up, and they had to explain that it was just a movie. Oh my god! They That's probably hilarious. got a ticket for that. No, I'm sure they got. I mean, I think citation. you can't do that. Um, this is kind of funny. There is a no thank you in the credits uh, that w- uh, Wes Craven put in there. Uh, the, the high school the, where they shot was supposed to be at Santa Rosa, but when the school board the school board thought it was a comedy, and then when they read the script last second, they pulled and said absolutely not. So they ended up having to move to I think kind of a better looking school anyway. I really like the school. Yeah, but uh, at the end of the movie, it says no thanks whatsoever to the Santa Rosa City School District Governing Board. <laughs> I like holding a grudge. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I like people that hold grudges, so good on you. Um, this is kind of this would kind of ruin it for me too, but the ghost face costume was originally going to be all white to just be a ghost. One, kind of stupid. He'd blend Don't like in. that, and also a little KKK. That's why they pulled it. They're, They're like, like this seems a little yeah, KKK. Yeah, that's why they changed it. Well, I feel like just black plays better enough. Yeah, yeah scarier, it's, it's blending it's in the darkness. I do question this. The, um, in the movie, they're like, you could find this in any five and dime. This did not exist before this. I right? did. It did. I've never. It did, but did it has you? a different name. It wasn't called Ghostface. Sure. It was called like the Grim. Reaper. I had to look that up though. I'm like, clearly this movie like made this mask Iconic, like a thing. Sure. Iconic, oh, yeah. whatever company made that, Chiching. Oh, they, they got they oh, got yeah. so yeah, lucky. Right. They just picked, yeah they went to a five and dime store and just picked it off the shelves. Yeah, and that so worked lucky. out great. Yeah, I mean just perfect. The use good. of color ID increased more than threefold after the film was released. Funny enough, I do vaguely remember that, that after this movie, everyone kind of wanted to know who was calling. I like I do vaguely remember that jumping up after this. Room prank phone calls or crank if you're one of those people. I'm a prank. Star 69. We figured it out after Star the fact. Star 69, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, this is kind of interesting. Matthew Lillard actually wasn't uh, auditioning for the movie at all. Uh, he was there with his girlfriend, and someone just saw him in the hallway, and they're like, hey, while you're here, why don't you come in? And he was originally going to be, he was uh, originally auditioning for Billy, but uh, they hey, said you seem real murdery. Well, they, they said that he had incredible ferocity in his audition, and they loved it. And Ooh, he ended up being stupid. Good word. Good word. Uh, Bill, there were actually ferocity. all pretty much all the main leads. Uh, I know that uh, David Arquette was also being cast for Billy, and originally the Dewey character was supposed to be like you know a big burly Very cop well, and like yeah. an authoritative figure. But he's like, I think we can play that kind of fun, and they liked it, so they changed it up. I like that a lot more. I mean, he could have just been generic, but yeah, I think but it's, it's funnier. It's maybe his best role, honestly. I've been twenty four for a whole year. Uh, towards the end of the movie, when the phone slips out of Billy's hands and it, it hits uh, Stu in the face, give me the phone. It hits Dick. him in the head. It doesn't even in the face, but it hits him in the head. That actually was unplanned, and Wes Craven liked it enough because his reaction was so I like, mean, visceral. Like, I feel he just like that it. scene is his, right? It really now. is. My mom oh, and dad he, are gonna be like, he has the most quotable lines, maybe. In the but movie. like, it feels like he's impro- imp- improvising quite a bit, right? Yeah, and sure. that I watched him like, I'm glad you did the research. same with Randy. Actually, uh, he got to improvise a lot of his lines just because he was cracking up Wes Craven on set, so he just let him roll with it. Nice. I'll save this because it is a big conversation point, but very funny comic comedic performances by these guys yeah it really is and i think all right whatever uh this is kind of we, we've talked about how this is kind of a comedy kind of horror originally they had a really hard time getting the mpaa to not give this an nc 17 rating so oh is that that that's who rates the movies guys so it was they were a lot more gory scenes they had to cut it out and you might re- originally remember in theaters steve at the beginning they didn't always show his gut spilling out they didn't add that in until the vhs oh, because I, I do remember when they added that in i'm like oh that's more graphic but there were a lot of things like that, that they had to cut but uh probably uh like casey hanging from the tree and like her guts spilling out too iconic 
but funny enough, how they got away with this uh, was Bob Weinstein went in and he told him, hey, don't view this as a horror movie. Try to view this as a com- like a comedy. And they took it from NC-17 to RF. Oh, of that. I see. It's funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, hey, see, baby. Uh, this is just something I remember off the top. It would have been funny if like, could, should we just should we add a laugh track or is that what you guys need? <laughs> Do you need a laugh track? Uh, the party scene near the end of the film. Um it was shot over the course of 21 days, so three weeks. And oh, okay, that's including even, everything. And, and all the, the cast and crew made T-shirts uh, that that said, "I survived scene 118," which <laughs> which they called. It was like they said it was like the longest night in horror film history. So that's kind of that's kind of fun. I mean, I feel like there's so many horror films that we've done are like the whole shoot is only 21 days. Yeah, I know, <laughs> like entirely. But you know what they have? Well, Drew Barrymore scene her 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 all of her scenes were just done in, in five days. Uh, the first that five days sense. of filming actually that makes sense. Um, yeah, you could. Yeah, I mean that's quick. I do quick believe action. this is a marketing thing. Um, the the reason they killed hers um, it was an homage to Psycho, obviously mm-hmm. killing the blonde, but at the beginning of the movie, but. They advertise it like she was going to be the main character of the mm-hmm. movie before it came out. Uh, there's a lot of little hidden things in there oh, too. I love just that. like they did. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that. They, they just try to, to do just a... to shock and surprise sure. people. Right. Like I thought this was a Drew Barrymore movie, yep. and at the time I think she was probably the biggest star yeah. of the movie, outside of obviously. The That's Fonz. a good trope. I know other movies have done that maybe before and probably. Mm-hmm. Definitely after, but I, I mean love, another I just kind of easy wink. Billy Loomis, that's obviously just Halloween. Doctor Loomis, there's uh, a lot of name things like that. Uh, okay. Most I of the characters, I didn't names, draw that, but that makes a lot like, of sense. The very beginning when the parents are like, "Quick, drive to the McKenzie's." That's exactly what, what they say from Halloween. Halloween. Like, go, to like, go to the McKenzie's. McKenzie's and and yeah, so like there's a lot of lines. There's a, so there's a million little lines and just name references like that. They that we're made not be able I, to mention. obviously one of the things that made this so popular are all of those like pop Easter egg slash pop culture tropes, especially to horror movies. Mm-hmm. This is just something I remember off the top of my head, and I didn't see it anywhere. But you know the scene at the end where Skeet Ulrich is getting stabbed by the umbrella when Sid comes out of the closet. Yeah, you can see you can kind of see that he's wearing a pad on his chest there. The first shot gets him in the chest, but you can see the second one actually got him in the neck, and she missed, and he <sighs> ended up getting stabbed there, like right around the throat. And I can't remember if he needs stitches, but his reaction of was real. Oh, yeah, oh, you, oh. you can tell he just got stabbed. <laughs> Getting stabbed by a blown out. I mean, that would that hurt horrible. like hell. That yeah. Especially that area. Yeah, right around Ow. the collarbone. Ow. I don't know. Uh, that's all I had. There are a million facts, but that's all I wrote There's down. a lot of, if you want to look it up, we're not going to explain. Well, there's a lot of continuity errors. There's a lot of, like, mm. the crew getting into shots. I don't that's appreciate not what we're here Unless it's like really obvious and fun, uh, yeah, yeah, no. This film does have a million things, pop culture references, Easter eggs. So if there's something cool that we missed, please write in on the movie posters and let us know. But we're gonna move on to questions, comments, animosities. Questions, comments, animosities. Questions, comments. Let's start at the beginning here. Drew Barrymore. The Don't mo- forget animosities. I have a few. I oh, I got a couple. The moment she gets real, like I get you're far away, but like run upstairs, lock yourself in one of the rooms that doesn't have a lot of access in, and call the cops. It'll take 15 minutes, but you can probably barricade the door a bit. She could have survived. Yeah, knife, bathroom, call the cops. You yeah. have to call the cops, yeah. whether he says it's going to be too late or not. Yeah, she could have. And then like I think we all also know that like she could have, like her parents could have seen her. They were right there. Like there's the moment where Drew Barrymore pauses when she sees the car. Don't pause. Just the moment I got outside, she's, I just would have been like, phone, throw, throw the phone, phone at him or something. Yeah, you know what anything. I mean? That's the biggest one. The biggest one is she paused. Yeah, she you were just... already outside. Your parents were right there. Now, probably she was just gonna get her parents murdered too. So that's nice for them. But yeah, that was the point. I'm like, just keep it moving. Lady. Just always run. Just keep running. She, 
Yeah, she saw them coming down the lane, right? Mm-hmm. Just meet, run through the cornfield and go, like, run. Yeah, don't stop. Um, At least you tried when you got stabbed in the back. Like, I mean, she gave it a... She found out who it was. Took the mask True, off, she's probably one of the only ones that knew. She's like, Until oh, it. it's Stu. It's Stu. Or it's like, oh, it's Billy? Billy? Is it Billy? Billy? Well, uh, well, in her case, Billy would be more confused. Like, Billy? Billy. That makes sense. He seems pretty uh, happy in the course. Billy makes sense. Uh, speaking of which, even if Billy wasn't this killer... He's killed someone. That guy had his crazies in his eyes the whole movie. Well, yeah, they killed they killed her mom. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. You Even can't undo that. Looking, like, I always remember kind of, like, when I first watched it, thinking, like, Billy seems like... He was such a lead the entire time that, like... Oh, I, there's I so, there's can't just, remember my first viewing how they threw me off, but he's such the killer. Like, he just he looks Rewatching so it now, it's about as surprising that Jack Nicholson's gone crazy. It's like, oh, he's already crazy. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't go crazy. You're already fucking there. Nobody said that you did. That scene <laughs> was like... You, mm. When do you think you realized? I didn't... So, okay, so this whole aspect of the movie, they do a lot of red herrings that... Looking back as a kid, as an adult, like, like the, well, sheriff, like, the sheriff's, the sheriff's boots, the bigger like one. That. They try to insinuate that um, the Jamie dad. Kennedy, the dad. Um, I didn't know that it necessarily was them until it happened, but I, I really like that aspect. I, okay, Jesus, I'm just rambling. I didn't have an idea when I was a kid. Did you guys? I think when when Nev, when Campbell? Sydney brought up the phone call from jail, I, I was like, okay, like, and that's probably when they want you to figure it out. Or they want you to th- at least think about it. Well, even then, if you think about it, that was probably just Stu anyway. So that probably wasn't even him. So he yeah, had, right, right, right. He well, was so being really aspects. weird about it. Actually, having it, having it be two people, like you could pretty much just explain any of that. That's two aspects. I thought that the two the two murderers. One, that's unique because most horror movies don't have two murderers. Two, I like that they were real people and not some supernatural thing like True. Freddy, Jason, all those. You know what I mean? It's like they were actually characters. And I was trying to think, why do I like this movie so much? Obviously, it's funny and all the the um, pop, culture, pop references. culture references and the horror nods. But most scary movies aren't a whodunit. And this one kind of is a whodunit. Like, normally, you know, you're just surviving the murderer, mm-hmm. whoever it is. And this one's different, and I really like that. Which has kind of been our theme of whodunits leading up it into really has. Yeah, it. I mean, it's culminating to now. And it kind of is, because you're like, who actually is the murderer? I didn't think about it till just now, but I kind of like the fact that it, they don't rip off the mask, and it's it's somebody. There's never, like, a mask reveal. It's no. just... It is a great payoff when they reveal, like, we're going to give you the evil villain talk. Hmm. Like, this is an action movie. We're going to tell you what we did, why we did it. We're going to talk forever. It's the only way she can live in the end. And then we get killed. Uh, Animosity. Sid would not be taking the bus home. She has a really nice house in the country. She would have a car. So I did think about that. These these people, even though small country farm town is the way the news calls it, Mm -hmm. they all seem really rich. And on top of that... Her mom's dead. They probably have two cars. They definitely have another car. Yeah. They wouldn't just get rid of the car. They have two cars. That's what I'm thinking too. Especially no, they, they they're going through tough times. They sold they sold the Volkswagen. His mom. That's true. They probably did lose all that whore money she got and slut money. <laughs> Sorry, their words, not mine. They really threw out that she is a slut. A lot. Oh. Their words. They shouldn't slut shame, but she did seem like she might have been one of those. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, you, she wasn't not one of those. Um, yeah, they, she wouldn't have been taking the bus no. for sure. No. And then on top of that, I have a big animosity about this. Um, why are they so flippant with her just being by herself all the time? Like, I know that's the first time she was um, attacked, maybe, by the ghost face. 
But after that, they they didn't seem to have the closest watch on Sydney. I'd rather be. I'd just like rather be in like a holding cell. You know what I mean? Until we figure all this shit out. Well, the, the, oh yeah, they're really like, not. Just take, I'd rather be in jail. Give me three meals a day. Or yeah, don't some go recess to time. Yeah, don't go to school. Well, it's also just kind of weird that her dad's missing, and that doesn't seem as big. Of, like, I do you want to want do you want to know one of my biggest animosities is rewatching this. Mm-hmm. They do not make any deal that her dad is missing. Yeah, I they're agreed. like, yeah, he's a suspect, but he'll show up. He is missing, and we would presume dead. dead. To play and the Sydney's advocate of the devil, what are they going to do about that? What are they? How do they find him? Like what? So he's a main suspect, maybe the main. Well, there's the nothing they can do. They're small town cops. <laughs> yeah, we'll try. My point exactly. But I, I'm saying, from Sydney's standpoint, she doesn't seem concerned yeah. at all. Oh, okay, that her dad no, for sure. Missing. Yeah, she. Like, come on, Green. Like your dad's missing. Like you should. Ask a little more. I know she's going to. I did think that this, this time, just because, I mean, earlier viewings, like, it just never really dawned on me that that was such a big, I mean, suspect. I mean, even when I was a kid, I never really thought it was the dad for some reason. I just assumed he was dead. Um, I just assumed that he, you know, was having fun at that conference. You know, <laughs> I never, I never. The moment he got in, he put the phone off the hook. He's like, off the hook, and my morning, the wife of my, you know, morning my dad. I have this written wife. down. This is going back to Casey. I have a few things on Casey that maybe we should just get to before we go. Yeah. Out of the, uh, yeah, just fire up the dial-up internet and just let that let that <laughs> phone go to busy. Like, oh yeah, you here's how you end that. Just take it off the hook. Scott yeah, I mean, Jones you're still gonna get murdered, forever. but like at least you don't have to go through the whole like fear aspect of it all. Well, that's the whole thing. If you are gonna die, what, what's fearing it? Just just don't be afraid and, and don't fear it, the take, reaper. Don't you know? Take it away from them. Nice I do want to nice. just say, love the opening scene. It almost makes this movie not entirely, but it's such a cherry on top of a beautiful cake or pie. It's just such a great opening scene. It's a good one. And the fact that they kill who we believe to be a main character. Awesome. Issue number one with Casey's house, though. And I don't know if you can get where I'm going here. Zero, zero curtains in the in the place. Mm. That's country living. Yeah, it is country living, Mark. Is it? No, no it's no, not. No, I don't know. They are the naked window neighbors of that neighborhood, for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. But if you're coming on my property, if you come with an acre of me... You're going to see my wiener. It's your own problem. It's my property. Yeah, let it, let it be known you're <laughs> coming. Don't come to my property. My Why'd you, why are you in my bean field? Get off my property. Why would you? Don't you want? Um, I do have an animosity stem from the opening scene. It made me realize just a, just, just a huge thing. There mm-hmm. are two murderers. Love that. Right. But they're not superhumans. They're wiry high school kids. I don't believe that you could gut Steve as quick as you could at the beginning or hoist Casey up in that tree oh, that in the crazy manner quick. of seconds. No, couldn't. I'm just saying that's unbelievable. And then that just goes on to everything else. Um, just uh, what I have this down as. Oh, question. This is an honest question. So they attacked Sid at least three times. Or do it twice for sure. Once at her home, once at the school, and then the end party. What what was their plan there? Because they had a big reveal at the end. They had the dad. So what if they accidentally stabbed her? Would they just have been like, oh shit? Well, okay. Well, they still were just high schoolers, you know. Yeah, that's right. I'm just I'm wondering why. What was the point of all the attacks? I mean, why build up all that For fear the movie, and evidence? Why build up all that evidence against you instead of just? Fip, 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 no, stab that's, that's a good point. Let me try to think about like maybe a response for that. I mean, um, I guess it is just a scary movie, I think. that There's no so real So, have you ever it. wondered this, though? And I only started watching it for this viewing to go on to this question. Were they, were the two of them always aligned? Or did they both have a, like, Stu and Billy? Or did they just have a ghost, like, I got a ghost face costume. I'm going to do whatever I want. Oh, they, they, they had a plan. I mean, they had a whole thing worked out for the end. It like, seems like they had a master plan. To go back to their strength, 
how did they get the principal to the flagpole? Not only that, whoever killed the cameraman, mm -hmm. that guy was obviously made fun of for being overweight, which is mean nowadays, but back then was good fun. <laughs> Just making fun of Chubbers, Chubbs to Chubbers. Uh, we don't, we don't, we don't agree with that. But, but, but obviously the two weren't together at that time, right? Stu and Billy, you could not hoist him not alone to the top no. of van. You like can't, you just can't. It's literally dead weight. And uh, yeah, dead weight, dead weight, dead, dead, dead weight. <laughs> um, but I don't think that they were always aligned on. It seemed like Billy was the mastermind, and Stu may have gone rogue sometimes. Well, Stu didn't have a motive. It's really more Billy's thing. Peer pressure. I'm far too sensitive. <laughs> uh, I do love... I mean, that's Billy's scene. He steals the end of the movie. I mean, sorry. Luke, Stu. Uh, Matthew Lillard. I thought he was going to be, based off this performance, much, much, much fa more famous. But then it just, it just didn't happen. I mean, he had some good ones. He had Scooby-Doo. Sure. <laughs> sure. I, I don't know. I thought Jamie Kennedy was going to be more famous, too, actually. Maybe I was just 12 when this movie came out. No, they were good. They were good. We all thought they were going to go on to do bigger things. Maybe you were just 10. I don't remember the killer's robe being so sparkly. I'm glad you mentioned it. I just <laughs> There's literally glitter covering just, the whole thing. Once you realize, viewers out there, you're going to notice it most in the garage scene. Yes. Uh, that's when you notice it for sure, but it, it, there's hints of it. Just that's go actually, back. You uh, can't unsee the principal's office scene. That's actually you... how he got caught. They just followed the trail of glitter and like, oh, it's going to be going to your car, Stu. There's glitter everywhere. <laughs> hey, Stu, why are you covered in glitter from head to toe right now? Um, speaking of which, those assholes are walking or stalking Sid and um, Tatum in the costume during daylight all the time. Like, why wouldn't you just be as Billy, as Stu, walking around? So if they're like, hey, Billy, what are you doing in the bushes? Oh, I was going to surprise you. Oh, I'm not so, the killer. Also, dorning the robe is like, that's a whole process to get on and off. Where like, are they storing it that they can quickly just always be making these changes? Just in their car, out in the open for everybody to see. <laughs> that's but, why okay. Michael Myers only wore a mask. Yeah, and a jumpsuit, but he <laughs> never took it off. Yeah, but like, yeah. <laughs> okay, he, just, fair, he just wore fair. it, I believe it, all the time. So, the, the obviously... Freddy Krueger only had... Just his melted It's like Ghostbusters, fingers. though. It's what he... I mean, uh, Beetlejuice. It's and what he died in. Striped shirt. Son of a bitch. They all do it. They all have... <laughs> so, out of all out of all the stocking, it's dangerous to, to do it in the school, but maybe you could get away with it. Um, it's dangerous to do it at our house. There should have been cops there, but there weren't. But the most egregious one is being out in the open in a supermarket. Supermarket, or yeah. Or convenience store. Because... There's you, cameras everywhere. And, well, not only that, but just well, because you're but... hiding behind a shelf doesn't mean you're not yeah, in you the, can't pull the middle thing. of a super... Uh, yeah, like I'm still next to you. Like, hey, bud, what are you doing in the grain aisle wearing yeah, that terrifying costume? Nobody noticed Ghostface? Nope. Like, just right there in the middle? I mean, that was under the, the, the pretense of little kids playing hide-and-seek. Well, because they can't see me, I can't. See, I can't see them. They can't see me. But I bet there's a lot of ghost face going around that town with all those dipshit kids. Plus, it was the late '90s. Turns out it was just Daryl. <laughs> it's just Daryl killed them all. Uh, comment: Billy's hair is really greasy. That's all. Do we like it? No, do we not. I do not. It gets greasier and greasier as we go on, which also I feel like kind of he goes foreshadows that he's the bad guy. Like, and he's got some bags under his eyes and just kind of. Just becomes more of a grease ball towards the end of the film. Well, he's roughly I don't know twenty six and uh, senior high in high school from the looks of him, so he's going through some stuff. Yeah, his mom left. They're real rude about Sydney's mom being um, promiscuous and a s word, and I, I feel like she knew about that beforehand. But it's embarrassing that 
during this tough time, she's reminded daily that your mom was a Well, slut. no, if you, I mean, she has the line that she's coming to terms. Like, it turns out she was. I mean, she didn't know that until all these rumors came to yeah, her. Yeah, even Tatum's like, well, she was. <laughs> she <laughs> definitely was. I do have a small animosity there. This is Nobody's going to remember this unless you just watched the movie last night like mm-hmm. I did. Um, when Tatum and... It goes for a lot of these, but... Yeah, but this one's super specific. This is a dumb animosity. Tatum and um, Sydney are talking on her banister on their, like, porch. Mm-hmm. Just sit on those chairs that are right next to you. Why are we doing this conversation on the banister? Really cool. Uh, because they have to fit the camera back They're they're also just blaring Alice Cooper from the upstairs window. Because of that movie, uh, there were a few summers where last day of school I would just blare Alice Cooper. I actually... It's a staple, but like... I did like that in this in this tough time. It's true to high school. It's like, well, we're gonna party. We're gonna right? party. We're gonna party for sure, right? Animosity. I mean, I'm jumping ahead a little bit here, but Dewey just letting Tatum and Sid go to the party, and then also just coming in like, hey, you can't drink. You're underage. I'm just joking. Have a good time. Yeah, like but... bad policing. Like that's why so many kids have died in town. But accurate 1997 small town sheriff policing. Probably true, especially for someone who's only 25, kid sister still in high school. Yeah, they yeah. are very disrespectful to Dewey to the point where the I'm janitors like, janitors, you're superior. <laughs> <laughs> like he is he's, he's a deputy sheriff it's not i don't know why he li- lives at home i can't imagine the cost of living unless they're like in that small California. town yeah weird animosity here the garage door opener 2000 yeah that's just gonna rip someone's head off what you are we doing there you can't do that like maybe if it was weirdly strong and it did perfectly break her neck but it's not gonna lift a human body just not it won't first off she would. I think if you pull a little bit, yeah, it stops. It comes well, down. Well, actually, maybe it was was because of this incident that uh, that, <laughs> this that garage door openers changed. had to had to change their ways. It would have never lifted her, but if it did, let's just say it did. It would have never like broken her neck. No, she just would have been like, ow. They would have come down. And she would have gotten stabbed a bunch. <laughs> she would have like, ah, ah, and it would have come ow, down. Ow, the steps, ow, steps, ow, steps, ow. Steps, ow. Yeah. And then just malfunctioned. She would have just been hanging up there like a props oh, to Tatum though. She's out of everybody that got murdered. The only one that put up a real fight. True. Like she gave it a go. She threw some beer. She didn't go quietly into the. We night. also nutshot. She, she, she yeah yeah. That, beer nutshot. Oh, that beer bottle. Solid nut shot. That beer bottle explodes on his nuts. Imagine how hard you would have to throw that. Could we please silent our phones. <laughs> it's gonna be a thing. I'm guys. not I'm naming pop- any I'm names. Popular as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I'll talk to you later, mom. Uh, question. Cloning a phone in the 90s, they make it seem like that's pretty simple. They're saying that like that exists now. Yeah. What like, the I, fuck is that? Yeah, cloning a phone. I don't, I, like, I mean, I've heard I've heard it because we, of this we, movie. But. We cloned your dad's phone and it was super simple. Oh, I do have a question about that. Sure. Is the span of this, we think, a work week, five days, start to finish maybe? Yeah. Okay. So where the fuck Days. Does, like, it, it's really like just a few like, days. Yeah, like, a couple three days. days. Okay. Yeah, three, four Where days. did billions do? Where was their, where, where did they hide the dad at for three days? It's a good question. Like, I have no idea. I did ask Megan. She's like, well, Stu's, well, Stu's parents were gone. The whole time? I'm like, I don't, I don't think, think they so. were the whole time. I think it was just that And night. why would Stu's parents leave during... Oh, like, that that Megan brought up. I'm like, I don't know, because they're fucking awesome. And they're <laughs> like, man, it's, you know. Have fun in House Alone, Stu, during the... We just want show. you to be safe. We just want you to drink here. As long as you're here and we know that you are a psycho murderer... And we like, know you're be safe. even going back to that, Dewey's whole logic, if they already think the killer might be someone at the school, and he's like, oh, the safest place is where everyone at the school is here getting drunk together, like, nah, it's just so vulnerable. I've also never been duct taped, but I feel like you can, like, kind of work. So they, they had to, like, kind of, like, keep, like, re- Yeah, that's a reapplying. Re- reapplying duct tape and, like, maybe feeding him some crackers just to keep him alive a little bit. They had to keep him malleable, yeah. Uh, is malleable the right malleable's word? Malleable's like clay. Yeah, that's, like, with stretching and when you can, like, more. Uh, you can kind of mold someone into a... 
Yeah, hurry up! It's a it's a word like malleable. I feel like you were going for malnourished, but you're looking for nourished. You're looking for nourished. Had to keep it nourished. There you go. <laughs> That's a word. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Got to keep it malleable. Well, <laughs> speaking of speaking of malleable, okay. animosity. Everybody would have seen Tatum hanging in the garage door. Granted, it seems like the garage is off to the side and not the front of the house, but like. David Arquette walking back didn't see his sister hanging from the ground. Like, I'm glad you kids. said that. So many people walk past her. At least two guys are like, not my problem. Honestly, do you want like, to actually pass, use pass, pass, big I said that immediately. Where is the garage Where is the garage located? That n- it doesn't have to be on the side. It wow. has to be around the back. It ha- no, like, no, no. It's geographically the front door's here, and then you kind of go in the driveway. Well, I, I need mean, a it's just, now it's just you front, there's front shots of the house when everyone's coming out, and you, the garage isn't there. It's on, really? it's on the right-hand side of the house is where it is. Oh, so it is like out of the way? Not much. Much. It's on the right-hand side of the house where everyone drives in and out. I guess it makes sense. To also, that's where the beer's at. Well, well I get, oh, no I get the, that uh, no Stu shit. is the one getting the beer, and I'll be right back. That, that but, is like, a someone's big gonna, I'm going to go grab a Miller Lite and, like... Well, actually, I was just thinking, that's actually a big giveaway, first-time viewer, if you're thinking about it, where Stu would have to go to the garage to get the beer, and he would see his girlfriend, but... That's when it clicked for me, like, the first... If, but if you rewatch it, Billy's the one that killed her, because Stu was on the other Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying, if we didn't know Stu's the killer already, and he's like, I'll be right back to get a beer from the garage... Then from that moment on, he would have known there's a killer, but Correct. Like another 40 minutes oh, to two hours. Oh, that is true. He Correct. did go out there. So he would and have just known left her. He's like, I'm t- never going to be able to get her down there. <laughs> Although I knowingly can put a 250 man, pound. 50 pound man on the top of a... Well, actually, think about how shocking that would have been for Stu, because Billy did that kill, and he's just assuming he's going to stab Tatum in the garage and hide her. Then he walks out, he's like, what the fuck? He ruined my garage door. Also, did they agree on killing her? What was the motive for killing her? I thought... Not oh, right. damn another one. Fuck. Oh, Billy, 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 Billy. Billy was obviously I would I think more mad. He's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. If you rewatch the film, it is fun to kind of try to piece together where Billy and Stu are at Agreed. and who's killing who. And even though I think Billy is the one that killed Tatum, the reactions are very vaudevillian, which I would think would be more like Stu would do. Like he slips on a banana peel essentially. When he gets hit with the beers. <laughs> the noises he makes. I mean, it, it, it is kind of over-the-top comedy, the the clown, the... the I did kind of listen to this. At the, at the moment where um, Sydney... It's at the very end when Sydney's being chased around by Stu after Billy gets stabbed. Mm-hmm. When he when Matthew Lillard as Ghostface gets hit, it actually does sound a lot like, like him doing that. So I wonder how much of the groans and stuff were like... One yes, of them, Matthew Lillard, or one, or the one of the other. I kind of want to because that you can tell when he gets hit in those scenes that it's Matthew Lillard, but I can't really tell any other scene. What do we think about the like the vocal effect or the vocal? I like it. I like love it. it. No, I, I love it too, but like never work. It would never work that well. And if we don't have caller ID, we don't have cell phones. Like, where are we finding this contraption? Can I find one of those right now? Uh, if you know now how to clone a cell phone, you uh, you know where to find. Right that. now, you could find one for twenty bucks on Amazon. Back then, it would have cost a thousand. Do you think Radio so? Shack. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. R.I.P. Speaking of R.I.P. <laughs> uh, Radio Shack, R.I.P. Blockbuster Movie Gallery. Oh yeah, there was I, nothing better than I liked on a Friday night going mm, to pick out maybe an N sixty four game and a couple movies just to like last throughout the weekend. Agreed. I sometimes, that song. sometimes. I mean, we've talked about this. And we're going to talk about it anytime we see a movie store. Sometimes the just picking out a movie was as good as that's watching all it was. It. Like, obviously, it's way easier now just to stream something on Netflix or Hulu. I think it's harder. We're now not sponsored. But I agree. Now that you have it's the option of everything, 
And there's no treat That's to it now. Point. Like, I could watch any movie I wanted to right now. True. But back then, it's like, I, I may never get to see this movie if I don't get yeah, it, it was It was a special treat. You know, there's like maybe like five movies kind of in these next two months that I want to try to see. And you know, kids aren't you know what was that. the worst when you had like a new release? You oh, get there. they're all gone. And they're oh, all gone. Then you have to go up like, hey, do you know when the next one's going to come in? Maybe Tuesday? Yeah, I mean. And it's Friday. If this like, person doesn't no. expand or, yeah. Put your name on the list, but I'm not going to lie to you. Last person to check out Mr. Swans, man. Fuck. <laughs> Here's what you would do, though. You'd call him and be like, hey, um, just call him in, checking in again. I know I called 10 minutes ago. You guys got that movie yet or no? <laughs> uh, Jordan, we see that you have a, a, a delinquent fee here for... <laughs> Click. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that, that's a fun Chocolate. Scene. There's so many. Um, we I, we own Chocolat. That's not a brag. That's just a fact. We own Chocolat on video, cassette, and then DVD. It's a great river pirate movie. Yeah, great. I got a question for you guys. Sure. Go ahead. What's the best death in the movie? What's your favorite one? Best death. Best death. I mean, this was a big is, debate. There's Tatum's two. Is the coolest one, maybe. Tatum's is the coolest one, but you can't beat the opening scene. It sets the whole fucking movie. It, that's true. Steve's is pretty gruesome. Drew Barrymore nah, is Steve's also gruesome. You can't even see it. Steve's I barely count. That's just like an add-on. So it's probably either Drew Barrymore or Tatum's we're probably going to say? Hold on, hold on. Let me think. Let me T- think. Tatum's is the coolest actual death, but Henry the whole Winkler scene... dies between from three stabs to the stomach instantly, so that doesn't oh, I don't count. Even call it. Really? There's yeah, only... it's got to be Tatum probably, right? Yeah. I still think it's the opening scene just because but the, the actual death that you see, it's Tatum. It's yeah. by far the coolest. I mean, she's... It's cool. It's a cool scene. So the real question is, is there only three deaths that we kind of know of? I count Steve and Casey Steve, as one. Casey. Casey. So that's two. Uh, principal. The principal. So that's three. Kenny. Cameraman. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who'd you say? Kenny. Cameraman. Oh, Kenny. Um, I mean, Billy and Stu. Okay. Yeah, so that's six, seven. Yeah, I think that. And, uh, and Sid's mom. Technically, same killers. Yikes. So they got <laughs> seven. Seven. Yeah. We didn't throw anybody extra. Everybody we heard. Uh, yeah, I don't think you had, fa- you had a couple, like. Sneaky fake deaths like uh, Courtney Cox. And, so actually, yeah, yeah, and, um, fake me out. Well, David Arquette lives in the end, but it was an attempt. That, that brings me up to okay. So that's a trope that I think is unique about this movie. In most horror movies, only one person makes it out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but in this one, like six people get faked out and they make it, and that kind of sets up a sequel. But unlike most horror movies, they leave something open. Especially like think about like Michael Myers, Freddie, all those. There's like a window of like, hey. Did we really get him? Mm-hmm. But in this one, they actually kill the murderers. Not in my, not in my movie. Well, yeah. actually, this is not verified, but technically, yeah, technically, Stu did not die in the movie. They, I've heard they're gonna maybe reboot him, and he's coming back for a new one. Okay, technically, but, but we ori- saw him. Well, no, because originally they wrote him in for Scream Three, but it was either Scream Two. Yeah, or- Stu, Stu is the missing link here. True, Stu. I when I watched it, I'm like. Well, TV is he on the dead? Head. Is he not? We don't know. Well, well, actually, but he hasn't come up in any of the other movies, they, which I'm not getting into. Too they much. wrote a whole other movie for Stu, but the whole plot of it was that he was gonna get a bunch of kids to kill people in a school. But it happened right before Columbine, oh. and they shut the movie down. That's yeah, why. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, yeah. Animosity for me at the end when um, Billy and Stu are kind of losing it at the end and kind of like getting away from themselves. They're trying mm-hmm. to find the gun, and uh, Sydney and her dad escape to the closet mm-hmm. she just keeps her dad tied up yep she just keeps her dad tied up could have du- quickly just him. yeah how did she, she could have how I did she get him over there without cutting his the legs the strength and moving that people can do in this <laughs> you just leave your dad and hope for the best 
You don't have time to drive. Also, okay, Billy's crazy and losing it. But at the end when he's searching for Sydney, he's searching in couch cushions and stabbing them. Maybe go upstairs, dumbass. I don't think, and this is just me, I don't think Billy's in right his right mind at that no. moment. I mean, right before that he says, we all go, go a little mad, mad sometimes. sometimes. You I mean, know what I like most about that line? <laughs> at the end he's like, Anthony Perkins, psycho. <laughs> like, I like how he tells you, he's like, yeah, we fucking know Billy, all right? You know, um, I do have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, at that moment when um, Sydney comes out and stabs uh, Billy with the umbrella, umbrella why, why the fuck she put on the ghost face costume? Because it's fun for us. Just to take, off, take away to all see, your yeah. peripheral vision yeah. and in, a, in, in the dark closet? What a dumb move. Dude, what a I dumb done after move. I, really pissed me off. A little salt on the wound maybe for Billy. I know. I get it. It's like, a, hey, fuck you. I'm ghost face now. But I'm, I'm really pissed at that move. <laughs> what I do like about this whole resurgence of the teenage slasher, mm-hmm. and again, there's similar. I think it's the same screenwriter for like two of the three or three of the three I just mentioned. Right. They lean into the tropes of the genre, whichever genre it is, albeit this one was an actual slasher one. Faculty was kind of like sci-fi. They lean into those tropes, but they they all do wink to the viewer like, this is a movie for movie fans. It's all like one that. big movie, Sid. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah I like that. I, I did enjoy that. Uh, just question. I might I mean, even like these more than, and this is sacrilegious, mm-hmm. and if you think I'm going to come off sounding like an idiot, take it out, please. Um, I do like these almost better than the 80s slasher films because they're... No. It's like a new layer to him. Maybe it is just the comedy. Scary scene to me is at the house, and this is more or less about murderers, but you remember after school, you take a nap, sun's about to go down, you wake up, you're like, Jesus Christ, is it tomorrow? What time is it? That is a terrifying feeling. Sometimes there's a murderer outside your door. <laughs> I resonated with that nap. I miss those naps. After school, when you're not in sports or an activity, and you're like, I'm just going to put my head down. Then you wake up, you're like, what day is it? Is it school time already? And then when you find out it's not, you're like, oh, thank God. Oh, also, uh, just two things I missed uh, on Unverified. The working title for this actually was Scary Movie, and Scary Movie took that because of it. Uh, oh. If this because they mentioned just, Scary Movie so much, it was that. just going to be called fun. Scary Movie. If this would have been Scary Movie, like, I love that it's Scream and the ghost face kind of mm-hmm. looks like he's screaming, but Scary Movie would have been a killer for an actual yeah. Scary Movie. Agreed. Oh, also, the bathroom scene where it, Sydney... Actually, especially one that's like this that kind of... Winks at itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It should have I mean? been. Just, we made a yeah. scary movie. That but then been again, fun. scary movie for a parody. It's a perfect title for perfect. this. Perfect. Yeah. Just they did it all. That that one rewatching this made me realize how good the first two scary movies are. Agreed. They're legitimately maybe the last good parodies we've had. Um, oh, also the bathroom when Sydney's getting chased at school is the same bathroom they use in Scream Two when that knife goes through the stall door. They oh. reuse the same bathroom set. Oh, I do have to make a shout out. This was pointed out in um, either a a honest trailers or a pitch meeting. Watch those on YouTube. But I do have to say it to this just so you guys hear it. It's funny. They call out those girls that are talking trash about Sydney, the cheerleader or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're going to the bathroom. They come out. They don't wash their hands. They apply lipstick. And that one girl puts her finger in her mouth and goes, you know, to get her lipstick off. Didn't wash her hands. We don't mm-hmm. know what she's doing in there. We assume she's going to the bathroom. Unverified, the blonde. There wasn't coronavirus in the nineties. Nope, just no, a coli and salmonella. I'm into it. Whatever, yeah. Uh, also, just trickle down. Uh, the blonde uh, cheerleader is Skeet Ulrich's real girlfriend at the time. Oh, I actually thought she did well with her scene. Yeah, as a, as an adult, I don't know. She killed it. Um, the other one didn't though. Love the rib shirt. Miss the 
the, oh, like, the, the, the Billy's wearing yeah, that white shirt with the like t-shirt, the, the corduroy shirt, if you will. It's like the corduroy shirt, you know, it's like a fancier shirt back then. You might have worn it for not a school picture, but underneath your a school picture. It's a school party for sure. You, I mean, you're, oh, rocking, yeah, the court, yeah. you're rocking the, the ribbed shirt for sure. Let's move on to recasting. I'll, I'll do. I'm gonna start with um, the principal. Sure. Henry I thought Winkler. about this one. What is gonna be like the Henry Winkler feel? Obviously, this is something odd. I'm going Mark Hamill, iconic figure of the '70s. Okay. Actually, Weird guy as an adult. I didn't do the pre- uh, the principal, but that's yeah, that works. Great that's great for me, actually. Yeah. I Good. maybe thought about that one too much. <laughs> well, it worked. Uh, that's the win for that. Uh, Kenny, did you guys do Kenny? Kevin Smith. Oh yeah, that works great for me. It's that's a very looks thing. I, I thought for Kevin sure. Smith the whole movie, but I did Ethan Supley, uh, Louis Elastic from uh, Remember the Titans. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's do Dewey. Um, I like mine. Steve's on. Uh, you know him from that thing you do. Lenny's going fishing. Oh my god. That we got. That's not who I have, but I, I had him as a possible other person. For oh, interesting. Specifically one line. Okay. Um, no, I like that. I, that's actually better than mine because goofy. He's just a goofy guy. Could good at playing goofy, but not a. He's star. got to be timid, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'll say mine because it's dumb. I want young Paul Rudd just for the goofy. I, I thought. I, I thought, thought about Paul it. Rudd. Yeah, we all did. Sorry. Edward Norton. I get it. It's kind of a looks I, thing. I get that he wouldn't be as funny for sure, but he'd be. Uh... You know what? I Ed think that he'd be Dewey. Give it a little more thought. I think I think you guys could come around. Uh, should we keep it together and just do Gale? Yeah, I'll uh, go sure. first because mine's uninspired. Sure. I recast her all the time. I apologize for the listeners. Mine's Mila Kunis. Oh, okay. It's just I don't. No. I don't see it. What? I don't know. Like try hard, mean woman yeah, who's driven. Yeah. Wow. Nope. I'm not in love with mine, but Winona Ryder. Random, but yeah, sure, be fine. Damn, I yeah, see, now he's getting all... Nah, he's I'm <laughs> defensive now. Yeah, yeah. Come at me, bro. Uh, who else you guys want? Let's do, sh- let's do Tatum. Let's do Tatum. Okay. Um, I, Margot Robbie. I don't know. I just picked a really attractive blonde currently. I'm Not bad. I don't think she has enough... That's blonde. where I put... I put... Um, I put uh, fuck. Edward Scissorhands, Winona Ryder there. Oh, okay. Well, hear me out, though. I could see Rose McGowan being a Harley Quinn type, so that's kind of where I got a weird connection. That there. is true. Like, uh, doesn't, doesn't she a see... 1997's Harley yeah, Quinn before right? they're, like, the Marvel Universe, but what the movie they made in 97, she would be that. Yeah, that's what I was... That's kind of how I had that, that connection, weirdly. And, again, I do want to go back to not just her, but so many people. It seemed like their careers were going to be more. Uh, mine was Lindsay Lohan. I thought she'd be great at that role. Yeah, that works. No, it does. I just, you you were about to move on and you slipped it in at the end. I thought you had already said it. I think you're going to like this one for Randy Giovanni Ravisi. Oh, I right? do like that one. Picture? Um, that thing you do, he's the original drummer that breaks his arm. He's oh, okay. also Phoebe's brother in Friends. And he dances medic. weird in a bunch of movies. Oh, I do love that. I do love that. Check that He's out. also pretty funny. Kind of a small, nerdy kind of guy in the 90s. It works for me. I went chalk here. David Crumholtz? No. Right. <laughs> I think he's great in a lot of roles. I don't think he got enough shake. You're going to know him as Bernard, the number one elf in Santa Claus. <laughs> or as being of... recasted every two weeks. Or as Tell Cameron's me. doppelganger. I thought Chuck the... was Seth Green. It's oh, Seth Green. Oh, damn. That's actually good. That's Give me a high five right now. Thank you. Actually, I like kind of all of ours. Any of ours work there. But I actually think Seth Green might make the movie better. Wow. Mm. Okay. I actually think that. Thank you. I could see it also being more annoying, though. It's a fine line, isn't yeah, it? I don't know. I, I like what we have. Didn't we just describe Jamie Kennedy? This is recasting, Cameron. <laughs> Should we do Stu? I went a little weird. I went just scary movie. I put uh, I put uh, Marlon Wayne in there. I 
never saw that coming, but I like Marlon Wayne. He did the exact same yeah, thing. Yeah, it's pretty kick, much the same. Punch, yeah. kick, punch. punch. I mean, uh, son, uh, we'll, we'll tone it down a tiny bit, but pretty much the same thing. That's what I want to know. I don't hate that I mean, at all. I, it's tough to defend the Wayans brothers now and how their career's gone, but they were hilarious when we were Damn, that's tough. That's going to be tough to beat. Like, I their parodies were great. They had the TV show. God damn it. I wish I wouldn't have gone. All right, well. I went. I went super chalk. Okay. Oh, you went chalk? I didn't go as chalk. I went um, Clockstoppers star, Bring It On star. Interesting. Jesse Bradford. I don't know his name, but I know his face. I know yeah. the, I know the guy talk. from Bring It On? Yep. Guy from <laughs> Bring It On. <laughs> that's the guy. Is it the guy from Bring It On? Yeah. Oh, damn. Mine sucks. Um, yeah. Iowa born. Proud to be a Hawkeye Ashton. fan. I went Ashton, Ashton Kutcher. Don't hate it. No, that, no, that works. He's goofy and silly and big. That works yeah, great. Yeah, it would have been a good role for him, you know? And uh, he, actually was, he probably was only a few years too young. Oh, yeah, he would have been a little too young, but... Cameron's better, though. Cameron's I honestly thought you guys were going to hate that for just putting a scary movie in there, you know? I like... I, don't I like Marlon. I like the Wayans brothers, though. Yeah. Nice. I miss... I mean, white chicks happen and whatever. And, <laughs> you know, but prior to that, there was some gold shit there. Sure was. Not just because I was 12, 13, and 14. Should we keep it together and just do Bubble Butt Billy? Okay. I actually feel good about my Billy. I'll go first. Okay. I'll go last. So I have two kind of options to pick between. I think so this is I. 1997. If his career went a different way, this is a great 1997 Leonardo DiCaprio role. Hmm. For Billy? For Billy. Hmm. I'll read it. Yeah, that could maybe work for me. He would have played it a little bit different. Maybe he's, not he's on maybe the a little too soft, though. I thought he would say sexy. He is sexy. He was a little sexy. No, a little no, too No, but think uh, about it. He's got the same hairstyle. Sexy. We know that he has the chops to go like deeper and darker. That's if he true. To. I think it would have been great. I thought about this a lot. I stand by that. Ryan Phillippe. He Cruel intentions. He does have a little bit of crazy in his eyes. He does have some evil. Hmm. I could actually. I, I'm kind of cool with that. And if you had your Reese Witherspoon in there, they were a couple for a second, weren't they? I think they were married and had children. There you go. Uh, the first one we did actually for Knives Out, Noah Segan. He's the fanboy officer, but he's also in Brick as the creaser. Oh. And he looks a lot like it there. So that's kind of my throwaway one here. Did but he look way different younger, though? He looks, yeah. Because yeah. he, I mean, he's in the greaser stuff. I mean, Because just, by the time he got to Knives Out, he kind of just looks like, uh, like a guy in his 30s. Agreed. So that's why I want, that, I, I want I need the teenager version of him. But hear me out. This actually might kind of work. Jared Leto. Yeah, Jared Leto could 100% work. And mm -hmm. maybe... Pretty boy, model-ish. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. Wow. Plus, he was in... What was a... We'll do it someday, maybe, if, we're, if we Great stay on pick. this. Jared um, Leto. That's never been cast before. Urban Legend. Before. Oh, yeah. We really should do Urban Legend next year. We brought it up twice now. Well, we'll bring it up in the pre-Halloween. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Come on, Brink. Oh. Eric Von Denton. Cool. <laughs> He'd be a better stew. Uh, it. He's got dumb voice. He has about to say he has a dumb voice. He's got but. dumb voice. <laughs> he's so Billy though. He's like the like the hot boyfriend who sneaks in the window. He's got the the whatever Sean Hunter hair. Is yeah, it just are we just Sydney? a sit or do I miss anybody? Uh, no. Cool. Uh, my Sydney sucks, so I'll go first. Sure. Um, just so we forget that I even said it. I just need. I, I I'm like, who's pure and innocent? This is what Sydney should feel like. <laughs> I just want like Selena Gomez. Hmm. I she thought just about seemed that, like she actually. could be there. Wasn't really? Inspired. Weirdly, I did. I thought not, her not, said I have. Liv Tyler. She did The Strangers. She's done mm. scary movies before. Good pick. Kind of a quieter, like innocent voice, too. Actually, I like that a lot. I like Liv Tyler. Uh, Definitely was acting. I'm, now I'm, I'm doing good this week. I'm usually bad at recasting. I'm did actually another cruel really intentions disappointed. Pick, Sarah Michelle Geller. I, I did it, it last week and I thought about it, so I didn't want to do it this week. Because you can't of that. do it two weeks in a row. You yeah, can't. That's but. Why I, but that actually was kind of one of my number one choices. I like Liv Tyler the best out of that group. That actually, yes. damn. 
That's actually good. I'm pulling a wild card here. I did the voice. Oh, yeah, you did the voice. Who do you got? And only because I want to hear Jordan do a fucking impression of this. I did Gilbert Gilbert Godfrey. (laughs) What's your favorite scary movie? Mine's multiplicity. (laughs) It's scary how talented Michael Keaton is. Uh, Should we move it on to Mount Rushmore? Top four. Uh, this week, Mount Rushmore, we are doing movies from the Friends cast. Inspired by Courtney Cox in this movie, we're going we're gonna to do the Mount Rushmore top four from the cast of Friends, the TV show, in honor of this. Because, you know, we're going to do movies like this again, and we'll get those ones in there. Uh, I won Rochambeau, so I'm going first. And I'm doing a Jones Family Classic. Fools Rush In with Matthew Lillard, not Matthew Lillard, Jesus, Matthew, Matthew Perry. Perry, also starring Selma oh, Hayek, a uh, story about a white man falling in love with a Mexican woman and cultures colliding. Spanglish. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Only better. Only not <laughs> sad and just not depressing. Okay. Um, can't, can't hate that. Obviously, so can I'm I, inside can I, take, I watch that at least once a year. I'm not going to lie. I watch that movie a lot. This is sort of an odd predicament we're in. Can I pick another Matthew LeBlanc movie? Yeah, yeah, or do course. I have to go different cast? Matthew well, Perry. Matthew Perry. You can't pick another Matthew LeBlanc movie. Because there's there just one. isn't one. <laughs> no. If you pick the one, yeah, you can pick well, Matthew there, there LeBlanc is, There is one. No, no, you can pick Matthew Perry. There is one Perry. more, but I'm not going to pick it. I'm going to okay. go a Jennifer Aniston movie. Okay. I'm, I'm listening. Office Space. Damn it. Okay. I thought you were going to go... Oh, I'll wait till you're done. Sorry. Yeah, we'll do. We'll, we'll get there. Um, Office Space. That's a good one. Also, go back and check out our uh, episode of Office Space. So, off the record, you guys picked my number one and two for sure. That's why we really needed to go first this week. You got to win Rochambeau. So, I'm gonna make a shout out because I don't think do it's it. pretty don't good. Don't do it. Don't no, do not. what you're gonna do here. No, it's it's you're you're not gonna say it. I'm gonna say. <laughs> um Rami and Michelle's High School Reunion starring um, Lisa Kudrow. Lisa Kudrow. I do remember that being wow. funny, but I don't remember it well. I only watched it the once back in the so day. So our sisters liked it a lot, so I saw it quite a bit. And I think it's a big deal for this category. She starred in it. I mean, not a starring role, but she's also an easy A as a supporting role. I the, wanted it to be a more like... Yeah, it has to be more starring. You know, because yeah, like, there's side roles, but I can't, I can't disagree with your guys at all. Those are both great picks. Uh, now, just to list some honorable mentions to pad out our number let's four. Go, let's go character by character, just so we don't get too, like, Let's kind start of... with Matt LeBlanc, then. Ed. <laughs> you know, where he... I don't know what he does, Something but with he the plays least, baseball in the I monkey. talked about this last episode. I at least have to shout out Lost in Space. It's the very first movie oh, I saw. Oh, that in is theaters. That's, that's actually, actually better. That's his movie. That's yeah. his movie. What? Well, hey. Ed's his movie. That's a movie he's in. <laughs> yeah. No, Lost in Space. Nice. Shout out to that. Okay. Uh, just because I did a Matthew Perry, I'll throw out 17 again. 17 uh, again was the only other one you it was could actually pick. pretty good. Mm-hmm. Lisa Kudrow, you could. I think is she an easy A? She is an yeah. easy A. She's a counselor. That's probably the better movie for sure. But I'd say her starring role would be the other one's probably good. I just haven't seen it, so I, I that no, also no makes sense. Lake to stand on there. Uh, Courtney Cox, it's just it's just scream. It's scream, and this would honestly Ace Ventura. Oh yeah, shout out to Ace Ventura. That actually towed the wet sprocket. Bruce Springsteen. Oh, yeah, the Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Couple music videos. Damn, I forgot about Ace Ventura. That's actually, and she's got a real. She's role. a pet detective. Okay. Yeah, yeah, she's the reporter, like the she's PR person. She's right here in this picture. Otherwise, I never would have said it. I forgot about that. Um, I would say though, surprisingly, the top three movies in our category being Scream, Courtney Cox, mm-hmm. um, 
Office Space, Jennifer Aniston, and she could do a lot more. Well, I mean, uh, we, we say that, but also like in the and last few years, last few years, Cake, she's been in some like major films with like some. No, no, some Jennifer Academy Aniston nuts. has done a lot of movies. But more recently, but, though, she's been doing a lot. Yeah, yeah, of, yeah. We we understand she's been doing a lot of better, more acclaimed work. But I'm saying their top three movies is pretty strong as far as like yeah you yeah. Know, Anyway, Leprechaun, uh, Jennifer David first Sh- movie. Uh, David Schwimmer. Let's uh, let's go to his first before we get to Jay Ann's. This is a mini series, but I gotta say, you know, shout out as a Jew for Uprising. It was just a mini series where Jews were fighting back. We watched a little bit of that in like seventh grade. That makes and sense. And I yeah. really enjoyed that. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I they're like, that a hey, lot. we'll make this a movie. We'll call it Defiance. Yeah. And it's not as good. And we're gonna like take less Jewy looking actors. One of the one thing about Defiance that I hate but really like, they're always wearing leather jackets in the rain, like it's not ruining their leather jacket. I have to say Iceman because I was trying to look up that movie the whole time. I'm like, <laughs> he's in that movie. I know he fucking is. Check out Iceman. Never heard of it. Don't before check out this. Iceman. Don't but... check it out. Uh, um, I'm, seeing... I'm gonna. Ju- I'm. I'm gonna do Banner Brothers. Oh, Madagascar. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He I'd actually work. say that's his biggest role outside of the. She's you know some, some newer ones she's done that are actually kind of funny is the We Are the Millers. We Are the Millers oh, yeah. isn't bad. Yeah, uh, Evan Almighty or not Evan Bruce Almighty. Oh, yeah. Bruce Almighty, yeah. shout out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She kind of plays the straight girl in a lot of these movies. In a lot of these romantic. Horrible I mean, she's bosses. in with some... she's in a breakup movie. Uh, the one oh, it's her... literally called the breakup. It's called and the breakup. One of my favorite scenes from that movie uh, is for uh, one of my favorite scenes is from that movie. The Come, 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 oh, come, come, come on the kick drum, Gary. Gary, Gary. Come, come on, come, 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 come on. Uh, yeah. Funny movie. Vince Vaughn. That is such a good scene. It's probably a horrible movie, but uh, let us know if there's some favorite movies from the Friends cast that we're missing here. Thanks for listening to our take on Scream. If you like what you heard, make sure you like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Uh, we are a small grassroots podcast, so the only way we can build is through your recommendation. So if you liked it, please recommend to friends and family. You can find us on social media at Cult Classic Pod. And you can write in your movie request at cultclassicspodcast at gmail.com. It looks like you've seen a ghost city. <laughs> that doesn't sound like it. Let me redo it as um, Sling Blade. Bye, bye, bye.